welcome to Explore, the University of Exeter podcast. In November 2021, the University's Festival of Compassion was a week-long celebration of World Compassion Day and explored compassion through many lenses, including the arts, science, well-being and spiritualism. As part of the week, Bournemouth Symphony Orchestra's artist-in-residence, Felix Kleiser, joined two musicians from the University's Symphony Orchestra in conversation. Lizzie Arnold and May Afalabi started by asking Felix whether he came from a musical family. My family background is very simple. There is no musician, no one, even not as a hobby or something like this. So uh, when I had the wish to play the French horn, I was three years old and I went to my parents and said, well, I want to play the French horn. And they, I think they didn't really know what a French horn exactly looks like and is. And um, I grew up and, and, and um, yeah, in, a, in a small city, a city um, named Göttingen. It's in the middle of Germany. It's not that a big city. And there was one music school. And in that music school, there was one horn teacher. And so my parents went to the horn teacher and said, oh, we have a son and he wants to play the French horn. And, blah, blah. and so I went there and uh, then he looked and then he was not so happy because in the age of three, um, you're not really... It's not a good age to start uh, the French horn because for playing the French horn you need a lot of energy, you need a lot of air and uh, yeah, something like this. And when you're so young you don't have so much of everything. And they were not so happy and then they, they um, yeah, recommend me to, to play maybe a little bit xylophone or something like this and other instruments. But you know, the, the idea was not to make music, the idea was for me to play uh, French horn, and so um, yes, I said that uh, the one and only possibility for me would be the French horn. And then they said, okay, and then you can start, and we will see um, if it's okay, if it works fine or not. And uh, yeah, this was a was a beginning of everything. There was no situation I can remember. Just so it's a little miracle uh, from where I got the idea to play the French horn. So where I've seen the instrument the first time, or where I get in contact the first time, I, I can't really remember. So that's a little miracle because it's a question you know everyone wants to know why why the French horn why not the violin or the uh, the piano or something more well known popular so that's a miracle um, for which I don't have a very good answer. Were your parents ever hesitant about whether how your kind of music career would go and whether you'd be able to play the French horn? It's really interesting when you go to University of Music and 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 look. Uh, why the students are studying music, um, then it is very, very interesting that most of them are studying music because they are coming from a family background where the family are all musicians and they never had the chance to decide what they want to do. They never had the chance to um, look what um, they want to do. So they, they started to learn their instrument uh, really early and then the parents uh, took care of them, that they are going the right way, that they are getting the right teachers and so on. And um, they never had the, yeah, the possibility to try something different. And no one expected um, something from me. So everything I did, I did because of my own decision and because um, of my own will. I'm interested about your kind of style of playing of the French horn. Do you feel like the way that you play it brings a different dimension to how you play the French horn? Uh, you know, I'm 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 not I'm not a person who um, is speaking that much about music and and, and this, 
yeah, thinking that you have to understand everything to understand the music. When I play music, it's really simple, you know. When I play a piece and I think of chocolate, then I follow the way of thinking about chocolate, you know. <laughs> um, when I'm when I have the feeling, you know, it's it's cold outside and it's snowing, and then I am having a warm bath, then 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 um, then I follow this idea. So it's really simple, you know. Good music is good music when you when you feel something, when you hear the music, or when you play the music. Then it's good music. When you don't have a connection to the music, and when you don't have any feelings about the music, then um, maybe it's not good music, or maybe it's not good music for for you. Um, so these are the things I'm doing. So always when I'm playing, I have some some crazy pictures in my head, and I, I'm just following the pictures I have in my head. And this is not something which is uh, you know um, you know something intellectual or something like this, you know. Um, but but this is the way how I go on with music. So I'm not the guy who's speaking about uh, yes, uh, uh, Brahms is using uh, the forte and every second bar, and this is the meaning of a second wife and and blah. You know, that's something I don't like and I don't understand because uh, music is should be something really, really. Um, Yes, really simple in understanding and in communication. So when I want to say you something and I'm saying this in a way you won't understand, then then it's a bad communication, you know. And it's the same with music. When you want to say something, then you can say it directly. And um, music is just a yeah, just a medium to to um, how I can communicate. You you can communicate with words. You can communicate with pictures. You can communicate. With, with music, these are all yeah, possibilities to communicate, but the thing you want to communicate should be really clear. And uh, yeah, for this, it doesn't matter if you use music or words or colors, or this, that's you know, not the important thing. So that's the way how I think about music and how I interpret music. <laughs> No, I think I interpret it quite a similar way. I always like to see it as quite an accessible thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to have all the fancy elements yeah. around it. Yeah. Have the people um, that have been around you, um, um, have they always been um, like in support of you in chasing a um, musical um, career? Like, Have they suggested for you to continue something else entirely? You know, in the beginning, of course, was was really difficult because no one <laughs> thought this, this could be a good idea. You know, because uh, you know, even you know, I started at university at the age of thirteen years, so I was quite young, young. And uh, my my teacher of this time um, it was it was two years later. I was fifteen or something like this. Uh, I won a big prize, and, and and I had a double interview with him and uh, the German newspaper. And then there came the question. Uh, if I could think, or if it would be a dream of me to 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 be a professional musician, and uh, I said something like, "Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 still going to school, and you know, making music is nice, but uh, you know, uh, the things I'm doing later, I don't really uh, thought about it." And then my my, my teacher interrupted uh, me and said, "Well, yes, uh, as a hobby, it's quite fine, but a professional." Uh, I should do something, something different. So a horn player is not something which is really needed, and a horn player without arms, you know, who needs something like this. So, uh, so there were many, 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 many people um, thinking that uh, you know I should do something completely different. And so, and um, you know, this is always when you're doing something which is which is unusual. And I, I have to say it in, a, in, a, in another way when you. Um, 
want to do something which is not usual, which is unusual, then you will never will have the situation that everyone around you says, uh, well, do this, this is fantastic. Um, everyone saying uh, do something different, you know, because it is unusual. And but I'm sure when you when you, you ask yourself which things are making me happy or which which job is making me happy, which um, yes, you know, um, hobbies are making me happy, which food is making me happy, then it's a it's a very individual. Um, you have a very individual answer of, of this very simple question. And um, I think we are living in, in a time where uh, we always, yes, get communicate that we are, should be successful in our jobs, that we should be rich, that we should be beautiful. So there are, there are so many um, things we should have and we should do. And when we are doing this and when we follow this way, then we are happy and then we have a wonderful life. And that's, that's not true because every one of us is completely individual. And um, so for, for, for one person being a musician could be wonderful, for the other person, Becoming a teacher could be wonderful, um, but you can't say, you know, that, that, that there's one thing which makes people happy and one thing which makes people unhappy. And uh, this is something you have to ask yourself really carefully. Um, that's the way I think you have to ask yourself really carefully before you start to do something. Is it is the thing I'm starting now, is it something which makes me really happy, which is Am I really interested in, or am I doing this because of um, yes, my 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 family, of my friends, what they expect from me? So mm -hmm. this is a very 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 big question, and, and and you know you can go around and and ask someone, are you happy, and uh, what would make you happy? And it's a very simple question, but when you do it, I, I tried it several times. <laughs> um, then uh, um, you know the first question, are you happy? Then they they look at you, and uh, I don't know, I I'd never thought about it. Uh, maybe a bit, maybe maybe not a bit, mm -hmm. and uh, what makes you happy then, oh, uh, uh, I, I don't know. So and this is, this is so sad that the people are not knowing what, what is good for them. And um, so for me, it was never my, my idea to, to become a professional musician or to become a soloist. So my wish was just to play the French horn as good as possible. You know, it was, yeah. it was a very simple thing, but but I never expected to do what I'm doing now. But uh, I just wanted to play the French one as good as possible. This was my one and only wish. And so I decided one day to do everything I can do to play this instrument as good as possible. So um, when I was 10 or 11, I decided decided not to make, uh, or not to do my homework anymore in school because I can spend the time uh, with, with practicing my instrument. So and the teacher at the school said, how can you do this? How is it possible you are? And you're just saying, you know, uh, making music is interesting, but, but what, will you, what will you do in the future? How will you, uh, so why, how will you earn your money? So they were, you know, thought I'm, 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 I'm going crazy. But this was in the situation I was, I was sure that I'm, I'm on the right way and that I'm doing the correct things, even if the people around you are saying that's, uh, that's uh, completely, uh, yeah, completely wrong. <laughs> so, um, and this is something, you know, every one of us could, could ask, uh, um, yeah, you could, could ask yourself this the question, what makes you happy? And um, are you doing the things they are making you happy or are you not doing the things they are making you happy? Yeah, no, I think that's really important advice and it's really lovely as 
the orchestra and here as representatives of the orchestra, seeing how many people kind of return to music when they come to university, because a lot of people arrive and say, oh, I've just missed music so much. I realised okay. how happy it made me. Um, so we have quite a few people who have picked their instruments back up and have joined our orchestra and have said what a difference it makes to their week, kind of mm -hmm. being back in a musical setting. So mm -hmm. I can really resonate with that. Um, would you say you would have any advice for your kind of younger self looking back? So it's difficult. I, I, you know, you're, you're, you're doing when you grow up and when you're, you're making something, then you're making many, 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 many mistakes. And this is quite normal. So everyone thinks that when you're successful in something, then you are successful very young. And then your second thing the people expect is that you are not doing mistakes, but this is completely wrong. There's a, the, uh, the difference between people who are successful in something and people who are not successful in something is that the people who are not successful in something uh, yeah, give up at, at, in one point or thinking, well, the way I'm going, all the things I'm doing are not, not the best things. So, so I did many, many mistakes, but uh, I would say, of course, now in my situation, I know a lot of things better, of course, but I also know that the, um, in that situation where I made all the the yeah, wrong things, uh, I didn't know it better at that time. So that's the reason why I would say I would not maybe, you know, when I would be in the same age again, I would not do something different. Yeah, no, great. <laughs> um, also, kind of from a musical perspective, because obviously we're here from the orchestra, I'm interested if there's any composers that you feel write really well for the horn. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's always a funny question. Uh, I heard the, I heard many, many times the question that, that uh, which is your favorite piece or which is your favorite composer? And I say, okay, um, let's compare it with chocolate. You know, you can compare many things in the world with chocolate. Uh, if you like chocolate really, really much, really, really much. And then um, you go to the person and say, you know, for, for the next couple of weeks, you are allowed, just allowed to eat uh, chocolate. Um, then the first day will be fantastic. The second day will second day will be okay, but the third day will be horrible. And you <laughs> are looking forward to eat something different besides chocolate, even if you love chocolate really much. And for me, it's the same with music. You know, uh, just playing one composer or one yeah uh, kind of music would be boring for me. So um, I'm always interested in and in, in, in doing other projects. For example, I'm, I want to do a big film music project to be um, to play yeah big big blockbuster uh, um, um, music and this is something I'm, I'm I'm really interested in so it's something completely different to playing uh, Mozart and Haydn and Beethoven mm. um, but for me this makes music and, and life interesting when you have the possibility to do many completely different things from many different walls and to be in contact with with uh, completely different persons from yes many many different uh, ways of life so not just be together with musicians or with with people um, from this area so this is something which makes for me um, music interesting so that's the reason why i would not say um, this is a composer I prefer, or this is a piece I prefer, so the mixture is making um, the things interesting. Yeah, 
No, I agree with the kind of trying to do some more modern stuff. I've kind of been an advocate for us maybe doing a film score for our symphony orchestra next term. Ah, yeah. okay. <laughs> We're looking at potentially doing Harry Potter, but I'm going to see yeah, how it goes down yeah, yeah, yeah. with the so, committee. This is so much fun. So I was in the, in the Youth Orchestra of Germany and in the National Youth Orchestra of Germany. And we made, you know, when we had fun, we played just uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff yeah. like that with, 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 a, with a big orchestra. And this is so much fun. So now I want to do the same with, with orchestra as a soloist again, but uh, since there are plans for the, for the future, but uh, I think this could be quite <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, definitely. I mean, would there be a composer that you'd maybe like to work on a commissioned piece with? Would you be interested in contacting Ham Zimmer and seeing if he would maybe do a film piece for you? Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny because, uh, you know, the, the, the composers who are... Who, who, the, um, the, the film music composers they are unbelievable composers so there exists also a horn concerto by John Williams oh, you know really? when you listen to the, to the horn concerto it, it is completely different to his uh, you know film music it's a, it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's a symphonic piece it's a modern piece and you know so uh, this is um, of course uh, quite interesting but um, you know it, it's not necessary that you write exactly always something for the French horn it's also funny to to uh, play something which is not written for the French horn, for, for example, the uh, Harry Potter theme or uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, you can play everything on the French horn. It's very simple. <laughs> so it's sometimes very, very interesting to play this music on, on your uh, own instrument. Just a couple of final questions. I Obviously, this is part of the Festival of Compassion. And I'm just wondering whether you feel that music has played a role in making you feel more compassionate or if you think it has a quite important role in us as a society being more compassionate and kind. Well, you know, the, the, the most important thing, what I think about music is um, there are so many things in the world um, which... Um, I don't know the English word, trennen, uh, divorce people, you know, um, disconnect people. Yeah. So, and you know, um, I don't know how the situation here is in, in Great Britain, but but in Germany, the, the situation with uh, racism and so on is, is getting bigger and bigger. And when you're a musician, then it's completely normal. I can 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 fly to Japan and play uh, together with the orchestra in Japan or in in South America, or it doesn't matter. Um, where I am and it's not so important that we are speaking the same language it's, it's very simple to play the same music and this is something which is very very important for me and the message that we are all um, that we are all yeah, all equal in, in a positive way when you are in Asia or when you are in, in America or when you are in, in Kazakhstan for example, the people love the same music, they love the same food they are happy about the same things, they are afraid about the same, same things so we are every one of us is so close to each other and we are so you know, uh, we are it's one big community on, on one planet. So, and music is is, a, is, is a something where you can see um, this uh, very clear and very easily. Good music, good things, good art, and could be something which um, could help to to connect um, all of us. No, I completely agree, and I think we definitely see that at our university, the way it brings a lot of different degrees and disciplines and ages together. Yeah. It's a really beautiful space that we create at our rehearsals, yeah. and I think, yeah, equality as well, as you say, and inclusion is a really big part of our orchestra, and it's a big part of why we have an outreach officer is kind of ensuring that we are encouraging 
each other to no. yeah open up that wealth of opportunity I mean, you kind of mentioned, obviously, race and racism. Is there any other ways that you feel like music should be made more diverse and accessible? Yeah, of course. Diversity is also a very big, especially in classical music, they are yeah. so undiverse. And, 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 you know, the thing is, I had, I had a talk a few weeks ago in, in Hamburg in the north of Germany. And the topic was um, diversity in classical music. And everyone in the, in the, in the, in the, um, in the, in the group was thinking, yes, we are so diverse and I say okay how many how many female okay we could start very simple how many female solists do you know yeah Solga better okay and then how many female conductor do you know yeah Alondra de la Parra okay and then you yeah. know there is nothing and when the funny thing is when you go to university it's, it's completely half half so in the in the class for for conductors for example half is male half is female mm. but in the end in the results there are no female Conductors, so um, that's something. But but it's not a problem of the music; it's a problem of the you know community that they are very, yeah, conservative, and um, so uh, this is something you know. Uh, yeah, I would say the classical music has to learn a lot, quite a lot, because uh, you know even if you if you look to a Netflix series, okay, it's it's. It's it's yeah something which is really planned, but but you can see more diversity than in uh, on, a, on a classical stage. Yeah, you know, and uh, this is something. Yeah, I would say um, uh, the classical music or the, the yeah the community of classical music could do a lot. I'm intrigued. What are your kind of other interests out of music? You kind of mentioned some projects you'd be interested in, kind of, yeah. You know, when the lockdown started and, and I put my instrument for three months away, so I didn't play because <laughs> I didn't play. And yeah. then I, I, you know, I watched many. It's so funny. You have to do this. Um, sometimes when you look on YouTube, there are really incredible and amazing food videos. Mm -hmm. So with a lot of cheese and a lot of chocolate <laughs> and, you know, uh, so something when, when you see it, you say, oh, God. How should it taste? And when you cook all of them, that's really <laughs> funny. So that's something I was 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 uh, was uh, uh, was doing a lot, and, and and you know some some also relaxing, so playing PlayStation or something like this. You know, yes, um, yeah. I love to do so things when I when I'm not making music, then I love to do things completely beside music and be also in contact with persons. Uh, um, they are not in, in the musical world and, and to do something completely different and so that's something um, I'm not the person who lives just in the music world and just speaks about uh, <laughs> music, uh, yeah. the music. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something I, I don't like and, and you know I'm a musician but uh, I'm also interested in many 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 other things You've been listening to Explore, the University of Exeter podcast featuring Lizzie Arnold and May Afalabi speaking to Bournemouth Symphony Orchestra's artist-in-residence Felix Kleeser as part of the university's Festival of Compassion.